Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of A Walk With Grace podcast. This is your host, Grace, and I just now looked at my last episode, and I realized that I said episode 7 when that was episode 6. So now this is episode 7, so I had to go in and fix that. My bad, you guys. But I hope everyone is doing well. Um, if you listened to last week's episode, you know that I said that I didn't know if I was going to upload today or not, but I decided to do so just because... I'm going to take a little break um, for the next week, maybe two, just to get my life together, get everything um, back in order. Because even though I've been doing better and I've been in a better headspace because of my fast, I also feel like I've been almost neglecting certain aspects of my life, Um, not really focusing on myself or not giving myself time to just be grace and do things for myself. So I'm trying to do that. Um, the best way to do that is I'm going home very, very soon and I'm really excited. I get to see my cat. I get to see some friends. Um, I get to eat ice cream from my job because that's really the only place I like eating ice cream from. I'm just excited just to be around just some fresh faces and like familiar faces. Like, yes, being at school has been great. Um, but I just, I miss home. Like I miss it a lot, but um other than that life is not bad I'm trying to catch up on some schoolwork I'm slightly behind in some classes but that's just because I've been neglecting a lot of it um and yeah I just finished watching Naruto um Naruto Shippuden if you need me to clarify that for you um I've officially watched all 500 episodes well excluding the fillers because I ain't got time to be watching all those fillers um but after I finished watching it I felt weird and I was with my friend today and I had told them um I felt weird because I had like closed a chapter of my childhood like Weirdly enough, I think the feeling that I'm going through is the fact that I've completed something, completed something that I didn't realize held such a big part in my life. And now that I finally like closed that chapter, it's like, oh my gosh, like, what do I do next? Like, I feel weird and I hate to say it, but it's really because I don't close a lot of chapters in my life or when I do, it's not to this degree it's not to this extent so it's it's been kind of weird and I think since that happened that was um as I recorded this this Thursday night so Wednesday I finished it and uh, it's just it's been weird ever since and I I don't I think it's taking me a very long time to process and you know we'll just see how it goes but um yeah, other than that, I've been good. Nothing is going on in my life because I don't be doing anything. <laughs> but this week's episode, I actually want to dive into the conversation of religion, spirituality, everything like that. Things that I hold dearly to my um, self. And some of these aspects I haven't really talked about with other people just because... Um, you know, some people are like, well, if you're a Christian, why are you doing X, Y, Z? And, you know, just things like that. So I just want to go ahead and dive right into that. So I've been 
I've grown up in the church since I was a child. Um, I've always been um, the United Baptist Church um, growing up. And I joined my church and got baptized, I think, when I was 16 or was I 17? One or the other. I'm not 100% sure. But I got baptized and that was a huge step for me um, because even though I grew up in the church, um, like I said, like I did competitive dance and a lot of my practices, especially like solo duet practices, fell on Sundays. So I never had the luxury of going to uh, going to church every Sunday. So when I quit dancing and my mom was like, we're going to church every Sunday, I was like, excuse me, like <laughs> church, like why would I do that? And so that got me involved with like the youth groups and Honestly, like, I did not like church growing up, and I really think it took me going to college and experiencing life and experiencing all these things that I didn't have access to growing up that I was like, oh my gosh, I need Jesus. Like, I need someone I can believe in and talk to when it feels like the world is, like, crumbling down on me. So, church had been, like, my saving point that has that has been my way to keep, stay sane in times of crisis, especially crisis like this. Um, once I was able to get a car, I was going to church almost every Sunday, whether it was by myself or with my friends at the time. Um, I found ways to connect myself closer to God. And I also think it took um, my freshman year, I did a women's conference and it was um, Christian based. And I think that conference like put me in a position where I was like okay well I feel like a spiritual journey is it is upon myself and then lo and behold that actually happened um spring of last year I it was clear to me and to a lot of my friends actually that I was on a spiritual journey and I was trying to do so many things and because so many things were getting denied um, it felt like I was doing something wrong, but you know, just because it's denied doesn't, I mean, just because it's delayed doesn't mean it's denied. And yes, I didn't get what I wanted to do in that moment, but it opened bigger doors for me. It allowed bigger blessings for me. And, um, even now like I could say like, I'm still on the spiritual journey, but I think I'm coming, I wouldn't say I'm coming to a close with it, but I'm going into a different chapter of it and it's not as much of focusing on myself. Um, like I said, I'm taking a step back and being a supportive friend and be being a supportive, I'm taking back and doing um, a supportive role because what I'm realizing is that as much as I focus on myself, I am not showing enough love to my peers I'm not showing enough love to like my parents my family my friends like I'm not doing enough for them and so what I'm doing with that is I'm trying to cater to like their love languages I'm trying to cater to um you know things that they might not look at in themselves but I see it um recently I sent two voice messages to my two close friends up here and both of them I told them like 
you guys are so loving and deserving and I can't wait to see like what you guys do in this world because you guys have such a beautiful beautiful souls and I'm thankful that I can even call you guys like my sisters like you guys are truly family to me and um just being able to say that and like for them to feel so thankful for me to say that that made me feel so good about myself and I was like this is what I'm kind of meant to do so with religion and the whole my whole spiritual spiritual journey I've kind of I kind of hit on this in my um I think in my first episode um how I've been able to walk into my purpose what God has called me to do um and I kind of always knew that God wanted me to serve people so I came to this conclusion through my um I did a program in the summer and it was um I I don't know why I can't find the words right now but it was basically finding yourself looking into yourself um and just reflecting on yourself as a person and what I saw as like a common theme and a common trend in my reflecting was that I've always been a server of the people whether that was me providing entertainment through dancing or I've always been the friend that was that people would seek advice to or somehow I would lead get put into like a leadership position or a mentor um position or um just in my everyday and even through this podcast like this is me serving the people and when I came to that conclusion, I was like, oh my gosh, this has literally been in front of my face this whole time. And the things that I want to do in life um, that go back to my career, it's just, it further reinstates the fact that my calling in life is to serve people. Now, is it through a specific way? Honestly, no, it's through whatever, it's through whatever way um, God wants me to. And really this podcast is because I truly felt something from God to tell me like I know you have so much to say and I know you have so many um things that you want to put out into this world and help others with but you need to figure out a larger scale to do this and he knows that I'm not a YouTube person he knows that I'm not huge on social media so what better way to do it through a podcast where I can reach audiences all over the world without really having to do too much all it takes is for me to send it to one person and then they send it and then lo and behold I have international listeners which I already do which is surprising but you know whatever but the fact that I can do this and know that this is my calling in life well one of my callings in life um it feels great and to know that I can help others and to hear people tell me that they have felt the messages that I've talked about or they have related to some of the things I've talked about. I've said this before, my friends always tell me, Grace, you talk about so many things that so many people are afraid to talk about and I just sit there and I'm like, well, I don't think it's it shouldn't be something that's like taboo to talk about really I think anything that you go through in life should just be able to be talked about without it being judged or you know seen as like oh my gosh like it shouldn't be a oh my gosh conversation but along with finding my purpose in life and discovering 
my relationship with God. I kind of touched on it last week. I read Relationship Goals by Pastor Michael Todd of Transformation Church. And um, when I was reading it, I he highlighted that you have a relationship with God. Your relationship with God is immediate. He knew what he knew you before you were even born, before you were truly in this world. And I found so much comfort with that line because of the sheer fact of, you know, we struggle, especially in our generation that's plagued by social media. It's hard for us to sometimes discover who we are. And although I struggle with it myself, because no way am I saying I completely know myself, but to know that God knows who I am reassures me that I'm okay. As I always tell people, and usually in my rants, as long as I'm living, breathing, walking, talking on this earth, I know that I am loved by God. Because if I was not loved by him, I would not be here on this earth. And coming to terms with that, some may say, well, you know, like you're just blessed. Okay, God's blessing is love. <laughs> um, yes, I might not be doing the most Christian things, but does that make me unworthy of his love? Absolutely not. There are people that do the worst things in the entire world and they still ask for forgiveness from God and he gives it to them because what did he do? He let his son die for our sins. He let his son die for the sins of people that had yet to exist in this world. And that was his way of showing love to us. So that was just a quick little like tidbit. Um, But... I think religion um, just plays a big role in my life now, especially now that I'm getting older and realizing that uh, without God, I just would not be here and I would not be sane. And just knowing I have him to fall back on when it feels like I'm at my end and at my wits end and I feel alone, I know that I'm not alone because I have God with me on my side. So diving a little bit into spirituality um and I kind of blame this on the fact that I grew up with anime um because a lot of anime kind of highlights like ghosts spirituality um taboo what's you know god's domain what isn't god's domain the devil's work everything it anime hits on everything and um there's a show in particular that I grew up with and I watched all the time, and I still watch it to this day, and it's called Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And what it kind of taught me, because I was, through that show, it taught me about the seven deadly sins, and as I've gotten older and, like, reflected on each of the characters, um, it made me realize, well, all of these sins only feel this way because they want it to feel human I don't want to share like the whole like premise and plot of the story but of the show but everybody just wanted to feel human and these sins were because when you look at it sins are emotions they're feelings that you go through 
during a specific time. The one that I felt I related to the most was envy. And I've said this um, in a couple episodes before that I have a tendency to get jealous. Um, Whether it be, I would get jealous over the stupidest thing. (laughs) Um, But envy weighs on me so much because it's like, envy is one of those things that you feel terrible about it eats at you because you you keep on asking yourself well why do I feel this way why do I have to feel this way why can't I be more like that or why do they have that and not me why it's all about all of these whys and what I have come to terms with is that okay I might not have these things but that doesn't mean I can't have it in the future it's all like I said delayed not denied just because I don't have it in this moment doesn't mean I'll never have it in my life and taking that and learning about it it just it just made me come to terms with it um I can't think of another show off at the top of my head but I watched a lot of stuff that like involved ghosts and I I do believe they exist um and this kind of is like the whole thing between religion and spirituality because I've always been a believer in dream catchers so right now I have a dream catcher in my room and I've had I always had a dream catcher growing up and you know dream catchers are supposed to take away bad dreams and everything um and I always believed in them because I think it was a, a sense of like a protection, a protection that when I'm in my most vulnerable point, which is when I'm asleep, that I'm still protected by something. Yes, God is always there, but just to have like a physical representation of something meant a lot to me. Um, along with spirituality, um, I believe that... I don't necessarily believe like ghosts haunt people, but I feel like if you've done something bad in your life, um, like those demons will come and haunt you because they want to constantly remind you of, you know, whatever you had done wrong in your life. But um, I believe ghosts are here. I keep my grandma's necklace on me at all times. I never take this necklace off, nor do I plan on taking it off anytime soon. Um, and having this necklace on me is a reminder that she's always here. And sometimes I do feel like her presence is there, especially on the days when I do feel a little bit low. She's always there to remind me that I am good. Um, I feel like sometimes they protect you. Like they're your, they're truly your angels, um, that protect you from harm or danger or anything that could potentially harm you. Um, and I also recently have gone into saging my room, cleansing it. And I think a lot of that also comes with this, um, going back to religion, this whole thing about purity. If you do certain things, you're impure. If you say certain things, you're impure. And I don't see saging as a purity thing. I see it as a cleansing I'm not saying make me a new, like, baptism. Saging is no way the same thing as baptism. Those are two different things. Saging is a way to cleanse the room. It's a way to cleanse the mind at the moment. Um, 
because at the end of the day, you can't shed all of these things unless you start anew. And I feel like saging is the cleansing that you do before a baptism. Now, am I no way saying that I'm going to baptize my room or um, get baptized again anytime soon, but um, I think saging to me, it removes whatever toxicity is in my room or I feel is around me. It removes the dirtiness of any auras that I feel like have been brought into this room or... I feel like it symbolizes I need change and I can't really change anything. And when I did it the first time, I felt the energy in my room felt more lively. I didn't feel like it was like a weight in my room. And I will say that also has to do with just the energies that I brought into this room. Um, I am a very strong believer in auras and energies. So one thing that I've been trying to get better with is not letting people into my room, um, which is funny because I actually grew up not really having people over. My brother always had people over, but I was never the person that had people over, mainly because my room was dirty, but, um, <laughs> but most of the time I never had people over and that kind of stayed as I've gotten older and some people get mad at me well I wouldn't say they get mad at me but they get a little offended when I say you can't come over because I don't let just anybody walk into my home and because my home is a place where I'm supposed to feel safe and I'm supposed to feel secure and I don't want your bad energy coming in here you might come in with a smile on your face but who knows what demons you're fighting on the inside But I'm not saying I'm a perfect person, but I know for myself, I don't want those energies in my room because it can get stuffy and I'll be cracking windows in here. So I, yeah, just know. Um, but what I want to talk about last is why religion means a lot to me why does God mean a lot to me yes I've kind of hit on this a little bit but my pastor passed away in 2019 summer 2019 and his last message was actually on a first Sunday and there were a few songs in particular that I want you guys to look up and listen to after listening to this. My Liberty by Yolanda Adams. Open Your Mouth to Say Something. I don't remember who that's by. And I Owe You the Praise. Three, these three songs, I get emotional every single time I listen to them because... The last day that my pastor preached was a beautiful first Sunday. And our church 
had been going through something pretty, pretty good. And that Sunday, he preached a word because we have finally paid off our church. We no longer owed money to the bank. It was officially our church. We could do anything without anybody's say. And the following Wednesday, three days after he preached that beautiful